we're going to just start off by you just telling me, you know, what your name is, um, what you do, mm-hmm. who you are, what makes you unique, you know, what makes you stand out as far as um, other people that are doing what you do. Okay. So my name is Dominique Davenport, and I guess you could call me a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> it sounds kind of crazy, but I think that pretty much sums it up. Um, I'm born and raised in Miami, Florida, and I'm an Army veteran. I moved to Detroit about six years ago after I got out of the military. Um, I ended up getting a job in automotive, so that brought me to Detroit. Uh, I was working in supply chain management, and I have some experience in logistics. So that's kind of where I started um, and where my background lies. Um, I've always had an interest in real estate, and so I decided to get my real estate license, I believe it was around like 2018. Um, And so I did that for a little bit. And then I realized, well, big life change. (laughs) I ended up finding out that I was going to be a mom. So I started to put the real estate on the back burner to kind of just get my mind right for my daughter. And then the pandemic happened. And so um, I had her, thankfully, like February of 2020, like right before everything shut down. And um, that was just like the greatest experience. And I think that's really what has changed me and made me even more so who I am today and just built my confidence. Like, I don't know, something about motherhood just changes you. And so all of my my why and like what I'm doing and how I'm doing it, it all goes back to like my daughter, Tegan, my family, my husband, um, just trying to build a legacy for us all. I think that's all we're all trying to strive to do, really. Um, so I had Tegan and then a month after that, I was on maternity leave and I think we were all trying to find a hustle or passion or just really take that time to think about what it is we actually want to do in life and is it the nine to five grind or is it something else? And so I decided to open an event space. Um, I was scrolling on Instagram. I saw a guy, he, he mentors and teaches you how to open event space and I thought, his, you know, pitch, he did his, you know, they do the sales pitch and I'm like, that sounds like something I would want to do. And I want to build a space primarily for women, a safe space um, for small business owners. Um, and so that's when Simply Social was born. So actually our birthday, third birthday will be April 16th. So that time between 2020 to now has gone by so fast and I've learned so much as a businesswoman. Um and so, yeah, we opened this space and we grew our following on social media. And most of that was through, because we were all on lockdown, of course, we were all on social media a lot. So I really tried to take that opportunity to be online more and have people follow our journey. They came, you know, as I was looking at spaces, um, they saw the whole journey from A to Z, for, you know, for us opening this business. And so... Even till now, if somebody come visit at open house, they're like, I remember when you first started. And that's awesome to hear that um, because through me sharing my own story, hopefully that maybe inspired someone else to follow their dream as well. Um, so fast forward, um, we have the space. We do, it's an industrial chic, that's how we classify industrial chic event space. We do a lot of private events, um, small weddings, birthdays, baby and bridal showers. We've been featured in movies and music videos, so we're super excited about getting that exposure. Um, and then a little bit after that, uh, through me, I think it started with me buying this pillow, actually. <laughs> I saw I saw Detroit's Future is Female online. It's kind of ratted now, but um, and I was like, oh my God, that speaks to me. That's what I'm about. 
and like I want to be a part of that. So I will always like strategically I would tag their stuff in our um, simply social like branding. Okay. And then I started to build a rapport with the original creator of Detroit's Futures Female, and we would like like you know like each other's stuff, comment here and there. And then she came to me last year, and she was like, "Hey." I would like to sell my business. Like, would you be interested? And I was like, uh, yeah. So I bought the business from her. I acquired it from her. Um, and basically now I'm basically trying to carry this torch and vision forward for D Detroit's Futures Female and what that means um, to me and for everyone else. It might be different, but um, today, for example, we have our pop-up shop and this is our first one of 2023. So I'm super excited about that. And through Detroit's Futurist Female, I'm hoping that we can be able to connect with other women entrepreneurs, even though we, it's female, it really is unisex. It's really all about diversity, inclusion for everyone, not just women, but that's just our main demographic. Um, and a lot of our apparel is unisex, um, and we try to be eco-friendly and be cognizant of that. Um, so I'm super excited about it, and that's... That's where we are right now, and we've had some opportunity in the last few weeks to work with some major organizations. Last week, we had uh, we spoke on a panel for the Detroit Red Wings, so we're super excited about that. They had their Women's History Night, um, and then the week before that, we were with uh, working with United Way of Southeastern Michigan, and we were able to be able to participate in that event. So I'm hoping that we can do more of those things and connect with more. Um, local organizations and nonprofits um, that align with our mission of, you know, diversity and inclusion. So this pop-up shop, is this your main location? Do you have other locations? Um, are you in stores? Or if you are in any stores, you, you want to list yeah. them or kind of name them? Or? Um, so we have Simply Social, Hamtramck. Um, we were in the process of opening our Detroit location on East Jefferson, but some things happen and we just, that project did not complete, but we are looking to expand into a larger location and venue for Simply Social. We do have a photo and creative studio in Hamtramck. It's called Kniff House. So that's a separate brand, um, like two minutes from here and entrepreneurs can use rent that space hourly to create. Um, and we're also in a boutique store called By Popular Demand Collective. I'll actually be on there later today. They're having their one year anniversary. Um, and so we have some select products in their store as well. Okay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So you gave me a lot of, um, backstory. Mm -hmm. I want to kind of go back a little bit. So, um, you mentioned that you were in real estate. Yes. Um, are you currently still doing real estate? Is this part of like a project from your real estate, um, ventures? Mm -hmm. I'll kind of talk about, you know, your real estate history a little bit. So when I got into real estate, I think around 2018, um, I was mostly doing residential, um, but I found that I really kind of lean more towards, I like the commercial side of it. I like to find unique spaces, and that was, that's what kind of spun me into event space also. I like to take unique spaces that look like completely, like, what is this space? And turn it into, wow, look at this space. Like, I would have never thought this was in here. Um, and so I love the aspect of, like, interior design and through this business, I also found out that I actually have a passion for marketing. I do all of our marketing for Simply Social and Detroit's Futures Female and Kniff House. Um, and so, yeah, I think this will be, this is something I'm passionate about. I found that I like the commercial space realm. I would like to grow that. I could see myself maybe doing like a bread, bed and breakfast. I can see us 
maybe franchising the business and helping other people open Simply Socials in other cities. That would be my long-term goal as far as this business. You talked a little bit about why you're here today mm -hmm. um, with your pop-up shop. Um, can you kind of go a little bit more in detail as far as how often you have them? Mm -hmm. um, what I know you mentioned that it, that your line is all-inclusive, but um, what type of um, market do you feel that you best fit? Mm -hmm. um, and then lastly, um, if you want, you can kind of talk about, I know it's Detroit uh, future is female, mm -hmm. but um, kind of talk a little bit more about the history before you purchase. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how much you know about that, but if you can kind of, you know, give us a little bit of, you know, intel on that as well. Okay. Um, so as far as the pop-up shops, we, when we began them, I think it was like 2021, uh, we were doing them like twice a month. Um, there was such a demand at the time for this type of event and platform for other entrepreneurs to connect and get also get brand awareness for their brands. Um, and so twice a month is where we started. Right now, we took a pause in 2022 just because I was trying to build out the other space. And so I had to put focus there. But we're back this year. We hope to do it at least once a month. Um, and we always post about it on our social media. So if anyone's ever interested in, you know, becoming a, a pop-up vendor, they can just sign up. Um, and the fee is nominal. It's nothing crazy. We include, you know, tables and chairs and we do their digital digital flyer custom to their brand so they can do marketing. So um, DFF was founded by, I won't say her name, but the young lady who founded it, she founded it in 2016. Her story is that she had zero dollars and just this um, vision of empowering um, young women and girls, um, and so she started the apparel line. I know that they've um, partnered in the past with, um, I think it's Alternatives for Girls and Detroit, I want to say Detroit Justice Center, and um, what's the other one? Rebel, I can't remember it. A few different other organizations. She So before I came along, she had partnered with other nonprofits, and 10% of the sales would go to whichever nonprofit or charity that aligned with the mission of Detroit's Futures Female. Um, right now, I'm in the process of basically going back to square one because that was, I, want, I don't want to change what she did initially because that's what people grew to love, okay. but I also want to put my own spin on it. So I'm in this like transitional phase of not, I don't want to change too much of it, but I do want to push it forward and expand it to everyone, um, whether that's DC's futures, LA, like I would like to see that expand to other cities and make it a movement, essentially. I, uh, I've talked to a few other people who have pop-up shops mm -hmm. um, and everybody's, uh, I guess, business model was a little bit different yeah. as far as who they want, mm -hmm. you know, and what they're looking for. I know that you seem to be kind of open-minded in that regard, but um, if you had to um, market to a certain group, um, what would you say to them that would make them be interested in in, in working with you? I think that through my personal branding, because that's the approach I took as far as trying to get our name out there for the event space anyway. Um, the personal branding approach of letting people understand like who Dominique is, I think has helped us a lot and helped me to attract like people who I, you know, I don't want to say like-minded, but 
what's another word for that? Um, yeah, I, it's like I have a I have a positive and negative. Like you get a positive and negative from like minded because it's like do you you don't want to always be around like minded people because you want to grow, right. but also in the same token, you I found that. My target audience wants to connect with people who are on the same, who go in the same direction as them. A lot of times uh, when starting a business, you know, maybe your family or close, your spouse or friends, they don't really understand why you would want to do that or why you're putting so much time into that and why you would quit your nine to five. So it creates this through our networking events, the pop up and our network at night events creates this community where a safe space where they can you can vent about business if they understand. So I think the draw for the pop-up shop is not just, yeah, you want to come, you want to sell stuff, you want to make, but that's not the main reason why most of our vendors sign up is because they want to connect and make relationships with people, build partnerships. A lot of our events, I, that's how I met my partner for my creative studio. So I meet a lot of people through the networking events who were on the same traje- you know, trajectory. We have a similar vision and work well together. Um, so I think that's the main reason why this pop-up is a little bit different from the other ones. So it's an intimate space. It's, uh, we get a lot of first-time business owners who this is their first pop-up shop. So this is their first experience with pop-ups. So we want to make it a comfortable, safe environment for them. Um, and also, we want them to obviously get a return on investment for being here, but that's not the essential, the main goal. Um, we just want them to be able to connect and get out of their comfort zone, which is sometimes hard for people. As far as what's next and what's for the future, honestly, I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, I think that with each day as I start to connect with more people in the community and by doing these events and just getting out and talking to people about, hey, what do you do and what do you do? That's helping me to get closer to what I think this, what I want this to look like as far as um, our future vision. I think at the core of it, I don't know, I kind of got this thing in my head of like just grit and like determination. And I think those themes follow us through life. And I kind of want to maybe center, think, center our marketing and branding around the grit, determination, resilience. I think those things are um, central to not only entrepreneurship, but most of our lives and what we have to overcome. So maybe telling more stories of women in, whether that's in Detroit, or probably most likely it'll be Detroit first. Um, just meeting with different women in Detroit, how, talking about their leadership and how they're driving Detroit forward. Um, working with m- more young women, maybe mentoring. I would like to maybe, um, well not maybe, I would like to create a nonprofit arm because we're not a nonprofit yet, but I would like to have a nonprofit arm, incorporate the event space into that. 